fantasy rap with Austin and Ozzy. This is FantasyRap.com, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. So, welcome, everyone. Uh, This week, we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of draft software apps that we've uh, gotten evaluation copies for. One is the FootballGuys.com Draft Dominator. And the other one's the Rotowire Draft Kit. So these are a couple of packages that uh, we think that you guys will find interesting, and we're going to give some pros and cons and some thoughts about what we uh, like and dislike about the applications, and uh, you can go from there on determining if they would work for you. So the first uh, application we're going to talk about is the footballguys.com draft dominator, and it's it's more than just the draft dominator. It's uh, They provide a, a wealth of different um, options that can be added from their uh, normal uh, entry fee or, or subscription fee to their pro to their elite. Um, so some of the things that I really like about the Draft Dominator software is it automatically will allow you to connect to any one of 12 different um, draft systems or you know, the, the places that actually run your league, like CBS, Yahoo, etc. And it will automatically download your teams, your scoring, everything about it. So the application automatically takes into account the information such as, how many teams do I have in my league? Well, like we talked about last time in our podcast, I'm in a 16-team, two-running back league. So the emphasis, obviously, is on running backs. Mm -hmm. And when we look at the software and we look at their projections, many of the top players that are recommended for drafting are running Running backs. backs. Uh, I mean, obviously, the the need, while, while running backs may not get you the most points, especially since we don't do PPR, if you don't have a starter, you don't know if you have anything. Yeah, the, the scarcity of the amount of quality starters, RB1s, even RB2s in a league like that is is pretty important. You know, that's what you want to focus on right away. Right. So, you know, it, it takes all of that into account and does a really good job, in my opinion, um, of making those players the most... Uh, most value for your team. Obviously, they're going to sprinkle in some wide receivers, uh, maybe a top tight end or two in the top 25, 30, 40 players, maybe a quarterback here or there. But you're always going to be able to get a quarterback. You're always going to be able to get a tight end. You are not guaranteed. And in all the years that I've been playing it, there are always a couple of teams that have maybe one decent as in 15 to 25 range yeah. running back. And then their other one is what I would deem a, a 40-plus ranked running back. Now, that's not to say... So some of these teams out there, and we actually we got a question from someone about running back by committee. 
and you look at certain running backs, certain teams, uh, and I'm going to use a team that I actually am a fan of, uh, the Green Bay Packers, and you notice that Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are both considered top 20, 22, 24 running backs in the league, mainly because Green Bay uses more running back options, plays, etc. than most teams do. Now, if it were Aaron Jones by himself or A.J. Dillon by himself on that Packers offense, they'd probably be in the top two or three running backs. For sure. Instead, they're split pretty evenly. Aaron Jones getting a few more touches per week mm-hmm. such that they are way above, both of them, way above some of the teams that don't have necessarily a quality run team. Uh, You know, Seattle right now, um, Atlanta, Miami, New England, um, Kansas City, and also uh, Baltimore. Um, And a lot of that is because those teams... You know, while they score a lot of, they may score a bunch of rushing touchdowns, it comes from running back by committee. It comes from a quarterback. Lamar Uh, Jackson. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's a prime example. I mean, Lamar Jackson probably takes the majority of those rushing uh, TDs away from a running back. Not just the touchdowns, just yardage in general. I mean, he's usually, what, a thousand yard rusher on a season? That's usually pretty good to be an RB1. Yeah. You know, in fantasy. And then. Yeah, so it just takes away from so much, and then they bring in all these new guys, Mike Davis, they brought in this year. They got J.K. Dobbins, who knows what's going on with him. But Lamar's just so lethal, you know, rushing at, from the quarterback position that they're going to keep using him like that. So right. Yeah. So so you know you look at you look at this software, and this software seems to do a really good job of distinguishing that. Your league is set up a certain way. So I went through and I, I modified it and I ran it on a 12-team league. And all of a sudden, you know, those running backs, not as important as the wide receiver who's going to catch a ton of balls. Or you also we also looked at it and you noticed that a Derrick Henry, who is probably second overall mm-hmm. in a non-PPR league, yep drops to four or five or six because of the fact that he's only going to catch 20-ish, maybe 25 passes a year. And there are projections that, well, we've seen it, CMC going over 100 receptions in a year. Yeah, I think uh, right now this uh, the draft dominators got him standing out for like eighty something, mm-hmm. you know, receptions potentially this year if he stays healthy. Right. Um, you know, but that's you know, like we were talking about earlier, that's what you know they had Derrick Henry projected around a little under thirty. You know, that's almost right. 60, I think it was twenty four and yeah. eighty four, yeah. sixty points yeah. just in the reception disparity between the two running backs. So you can see how, you know, an application is going to say, well, you know, this guy is much more important. And the same with some of these receivers, you know, you've got receivers who are going to catch 120 balls on the season. Yeah. I think for the PPR, the 12 team PPR set up Cooper cup is what the third overall player. Yeah. You know, it's, 
uh, JT, Jonathan Taylor, and Christian McCaffrey, and then Cooper Cup. Right. You know, so yeah, it's just... So, it, yeah. so, so you can see how uh, an application like Draft Dominator, I mean, it, it really takes into account the differences in leagues, the differences in the number of teams, how many players are playing at each position, and it does such a great job of marrying that together to come up with a list of, in, in my opinion, a list of players who I would certainly take before others. And the other thing is, you know, this this software, and, and you know, many of them do it, uh, all of that information is readily available right in front of you. You're a click away. You can click on any of the players. You can, and it'll bring up information, previous seasons, uh, expected totals from uh, the predictions from various people on their staff, uh, just a, a, a plethora of information available across the board. You can break it down by player. You can look at rookies only. You can look at, I mean, just all kinds of different stuff. And I, I you know, I, I don't want to overestimate, you know, I don't want to say it's the best out there because we have not looked at all of them, but it is an excellent application, um, online app for doing that type of stuff. And some of the things, you know, you can, you know, there are different plans and, and you can get different uh, packages. And, you know, one of my cons for this application is it's pricey. Um, their entry level package is $48. Their entry level or their second level, which is their um, elite, is $70. And their Hall of Fame package is $96. And when you think about it, you know, the the entry level one, it comes with the mobile apps. It comes with the draft kit and cheat sheets. It comes with projections and rankings. You know, you've got a lot of information. You've got Draft Dominator. You've got League Dominator, which throughout the season will tell you which players to play based on information that's available from them on their projections every week. You step up to the Pro, or excuse me, the Elite, and you can add in Dynasty, IDP, etc. And if you want to go to their Hall of Fame package, it includes uh, DFS, and, you know, with that, the single lineup builder tool and the multi-lineup optimizer tool. So you can look at more of the daily fantasy sports uh, with football so that you can put together a weekly team on some of the DFS sites. Um, but again, I mean, you're paying quite a bit of money for what I think is an excellent package or application, especially their draft dominator. Um, what else do you, did you notice anything else that you really liked about the application? Yeah, just, I mean, ease of use so far, uh, very easy to read, um, you know, on the, uh, desktop application, like we got on Dan's laptop, very easy to read, easy to use. Um, you know, just like I said, just overall usability is, you know, at the end of the day, kind of what you're going for. Right. Um, coupled with everything that you get, even at the base package makes this, you know, so far that we've seen look like maybe one of the better options but like we said we haven't looked at all of them um that's coming up but like i said so far you know for what you're what you're paying for it looks like you're getting your money's worth right and and one other thing that i i want to touch on a little bit is and one of the things that i use pretty much on an annual basis is their strength of schedule um 
part, which tells you um, it, it's a, a table that gives you strength of schedule based on the position. So you can look at quarterback and see who has the easiest weeks. Let's say let's say you're playing in a, a league that has uh, 15, 16, and 17, weeks 15, 16, and 17 as your playoffs. Yep. And you look at this before, before um, uh, your trade deadline, and you say, wow, you know, I, I see that this quarterback is going to be, it, it had, they have the best opportunity to score points during weeks 15, 16, and 17. Well, I've gone out and made trades just based on that information. I would go and trade a couple of guys and get someone that I knew was going to be better, even though I, you know, I, might, have, I might have Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I see that uh, Derrick Henry, yep. during those three weeks, or, or let's say it's Aaron Jones, yeah. uh, is going to have a better three weeks, potentially. There's no guarantee. For sure. But he plays against the three bunnies, yep. and you see that uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to have the toughest schedule during those three weeks, and you make an offer to someone, and you say, I'll give you Jonathan Taylor for Aaron Jones and this other guy. Mm-hmm. And they think, wow, I just hit the jackpot. No, I hit the jackpot nope. because I'm looking ahead using a tool that's provided by football guys based on purchasing their application yep. of Draft Dominator and, and you know their their entry level uh, subscription. And I'm getting that type of information that to me can be invaluable to winning a championship. It's not about, you know, oh gosh, you had Jonathan Taylor throughout the season, you had the top scorer, but you didn't win the championship. Yep. Why didn't you? Oh, you had Jonathan Taylor, you traded him after week 10 for Aaron Jones. Yep. And some, you know, and people are like, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you win the championship and people are like, how did you know that? Yeah. Well, Jonathan Taylor had the Bills, Bucks, and, you know, usually like the Eagles run defense seems to always usually be good. So, yeah, with what you're, what you're paying, you're getting a season-long, you know, kit, tool kit to help you try and find that advantage week to week um, and then also looking at the season as a whole, you know, too, when you're drafting. You could even look at that and be like, you know, oh, my – you know, number two receiver is going to have just a brutal, you know, three weeks leading up to the playoffs. And right. then even then, that's something you could look at trying to trade him or, you know, look elsewhere, free agency, or, or even on your bench to find somebody who's got cake, easy matchups. Right, so, right. Yeah, so just that, that advantage of having that season long just makes it very valuable. Yep. Um, and one other thing I want to point out is not only are we doing the podcast about these uh applications. We're also, I'm writing a blog about each of the applications, their pros and their cons, and that will be on the website, fantasywrap.com, fantasywrap.com. So you can always go there and check it out and go back over any of the information without having to listen to the entire podcast each time. Um, Hopefully that will help. So my co-host needed to step away and uh, I'm going to take a look at the Rotowire Draft Kit software. For drafting, and there are a bunch of things that I like about the application, uh, a couple of things that I don't like so much. I'm going to start with some of the, the pros that I've found. 
Um, I really like the setup of the, the screen. Um, every single thing that I could possibly ask for is right there on the screen. I can easily move between my cheat sheet, a depth chart, articles, news, rosters, standings, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, you can cha change between um, seeing all of the players uh, or break it down by uh, a category, a, a position. You can look at available drafted. You can set up your own tiers. You can have sleepers and busts. You can look at rookies only. All of that stuff is right there in front of you. Uh, another thing I really like is the price. Um, $4.99 is their price online for this and it's the one of the one of the drawbacks is it's it's ios based so it's for the apple it's for the um iphone ipad um anything that runs ios so it's it limits itself in that respect um i'd love to have it on my laptop but unless you've got an a, an apple laptop you're out of luck so um, but again, you know, at $4.99, if you've got Apple products, it's, it's a great deal. Um, the other thing I like is on their screen, the regular screen, you know, you can, you can switch by rank points, ADP. You've got information as far as what they're recommending or what they're, uh, seeing or they're predicting for receiving, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. Uh, for wide receivers, for quarterbacks, they throw in uh, passing yards, touchdowns, interceptions. Um, they also look at uh, rushing yards and touchdowns. So you can take a look at a guy like Lamar Jackson and see what their predictions are on him or any of the other quarterbacks. You look at running backs and they've got rushing and receiving yards, etc. Overall offense, you know, there are certain categories that you're going to see. And it really gives you the opportunity to look at a lot of information at any point in time. So during your draft, while you're trying to figure out who you're going to take next and whoever gets taken, you can see these players and make determinations based on what you think is good. Now, another thing is you can easily click on a player and it brings up all of the news, the latest news, their analysis by Rotowire. Um, what their predictions are, what previous couple of years saw for them, etc. So it's it's really nice in that you can easily find what you need to know about a player at any point in time. Now the cons. Um, in the top 32, I noticed five quarterbacks and four tight ends in my league of 16 team, two running backs. That scares me a little bit in the sense that, again, you know, I've, I've talked about it quite a bit, and you look at the setup of the league, and to me, that is the piece of information that should drive how your draft software responds and who, what players are, are in what position as far as draftability or projected numbers, and in a 16-team, two-running-back league, I just cannot see five quarterbacks and four tight ends coming off the board in the first two rounds. I can see maybe one or two tight ends, 
and I can see three-ish quarterbacks at most. But again, if you're not getting two starting running backs and you're going to be playing whoever's left that might get you two or three points a week, that is a concern. So you really have to look at what they're showing you, what they're providing you as far as predictions, projections for players so that it meets your league settings and how you expect that you would draft. Um, Another thing that I was not so hot on was, was the inability to link directly to the leagues that you're in to pull the scoring information, the team names, the team information, the number of rounds, all of that stuff that you find in some of the higher end products is a really a nice thing to have. Um, the potential for miskeying or, or typing in something incorrectly when you go to set up your scoring for a fantasy football league is fairly high. Uh, you know, you've got 30 different scoring, 40 different scoring um, items that you have to make sure that you put in your software. And if you miskey one of them, uh, it can be a huge change in rankings for players. Now, you may catch that, but you may not. Um, it also means that there's a lot of busy work just to get ready for any of your leagues. And when you're in multiple leagues, let's say you, you know, you're, you're in five to ten leagues. Well, a, a, software, a piece of software like Football Guys that brings all of that in from 12-plus different sites you know that all of that information for each of the leagues is correctly entered. In the case of DraftKit by Rotowire, you're not guaranteed that you're going to have the information for all twelve of ten or all five or ten of those leagues in there correctly. And that's a concern for me because it's just one more thing that can go wrong in drafting your your teams during the season or during the preseason. So that's a a look at the two pieces of software that we actually have access to this year. We are going to look at the uh, projections that were made by these two pieces of software, and I'm going to track them over time. And obviously, you know, there are going to be injuries and, you know, there's there's a guy out there that, you know, let's say that uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey gets injured in week five and is out for the rest of the year. Well, his projections are obviously going to be way off. So they're going to be way off for both. So it's it's we're going to kind of take those and, and reject them, um, throw them out of the equation. But others, we're going to look at and we're going to say, you know, out of the top 20 receivers, 20 tight ends, 20, you know, whatever, we're going to look and we're going to see which of these software, draft software products comes closest to what, actually happens during the season. I want to get a feel for how are they performing? How are their projections versus, you know, what actually happens? And over time, you know, you can say if, if they're, if one of them is off by 15%, one is off by 5%, the one that's off by 5% is a much more accurate set of projections for those players. And therefore, it may be more beneficial to use their software over another product. 
hopefully in the future, we also find that other companies are willing to give us evaluation copies so that we can take a look at their software and make comparisons, do some, some pros and cons, and continue to build on what is the best draft software for you or give you options and say, you know, here are a bunch of things. Here's what we like. Here's what we dislike. And you guys can make choices and decide what you want to do. Again, I will have a blog for each of these two draft software packages on the fantasywrap.com website. That's fantasywrap.com. I hope you enjoyed the program. Hope to hear from you and hope that you listen again. Thanks. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.